This is another episode of Main Corpse. I am your host, Matt. And I'm Kelsey. This is Kelsey. We have got a story for you that's going to turn the stomach. All right, welcome back to Main Corpse. Sorry if you hear a little moving there. I was moving the microphone a little bit closer to Kelsey there. So welcome to Main Corpse. This morning, uh, we have something different for you guys. I say this morning because we're recording a rare episode early in the morning right now. So we have breakfast for an episode. I'm really excited about that. I this is uh, breakfast. This is Matt. And this is Kelsey. And you're listening to, uh, to Main Corpse. So let's jump right into our food selection because here in a few minutes, I've got something that is a little different for our podcast. Uh, I was telling Kelsey earlier today, I have not a murder. That's exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a little different, but there All is right. a dead body still. So we love dead bodies. Yeah. Main corpse. There has to be a corpse involved and there will be one. Uh, So today we have food from Lisa's place, which is a little breakfast and and lunch joint in Grafton, West Virginia. And we have biscuits and gravy and we have a bacon, egg and cheese wrap. It looks more like a grilled burrito to me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lisa's place. I've only ever had it twice. And both times I just had an omelet. Uh, and well, no okay. one time I had a burger I had an omelet one time and a burger for lunch the second time. And it was it was pretty good. So I was kind of excited to try them for breakfast. Okay. And then what coffee do we have? Because I think that's worth mentioning, too. Oh, um, so I have vampire coffee. I can put a link to where I buy it from this um, cafe in Louisiana. It's actually from New Orleans. Do you like it? Oh, my God. So, guys, I just took a drink of this. I uh, We don't talk about coffee on this podcast a lot, but I am a coffee fanatic. I just took a drink of this. Um, it's so good. It's really finely ground, so it's a little bit better as a pour-over than a French press, but I don't have anything to do with pour-over. So it's really complex. It's mm-hmm. it's a super rich flavor. You get that um, that cho- that cocoa flavor, mm-hmm. like that that chocolatey cocoa flavor, right at the start, and then it develops a really nutty flavor near the end. Yeah, uh, that is really good. Would you believe it's a medium roast? No, if this is their medium roast, I bet their dark roast is intense. Yeah. I bet it is intense. Wow. That's really good. You said it's from New Orleans? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. And I also have it in a kitty cup, which makes it even better yeah. uh, because I, I love cats. And that's going to come into play today. Oh. It, I know. In a sad way? Not The cat didn't die, if that matters. That matters. Okay, cool. So, yeah, it's <laughs> sad, but it's not, okay. uh, you know, it's not, you know, so bad. So, I'm going to start with the biscuits and gravy. <laughs> um, it looks very peppery, and the biscuit looks pretty good. So, give it a shot. So, I like it. The gravy, the flavor is really good in the gravy. Agreed. Um, I feel like it maybe could have used a little bit more sausage or grease because it has a little bit of that, like, flour flavor. And maybe it needed to just cook out a little bit more as part of the roux. Yeah, totally agreed. Um, It it does feel like it's been... I'm not going to say stretched a little, but I agree with you that a little more fat content would have been a little bit better. There is sausage in here. I finally found a piece here. There's not enough sausage. I will say that. needs to be a little more sausage. We'll see how the sausage that is there tastes. It's a good sausage. Mm -hmm. I like the biscuit. The biscuit probably could have done with like a single minute more in the oven. And I say that because I really like it. And I tend to be on the, I don't have to bake this all the way 
spectrum mm-hmm. of baked goods and breads and things. I like that like doughy flavor. So I really like this, but I think as a general consensus, people would probably want to bake a little bit I more. I want to put this out there. So first of all, I tried the sausage. It's very good sausage. Wherever they're getting their sausage, it's really good. They put enough pepper in there because I can literally feel it biting the back of my mm-hmm. mouth. That's really good. You're right with the. It has a little bit of a floury taste to it, so it needs a little more fat content. Um, I don't love the biscuit, and we already talked about this. And it's when it comes to when it comes to biscuits, I am a snob, and I think that's because I am from uh, Southern West Virginia, where biscuits are king. Like every breakfast sandwich you get, they won't let bread touch it. It's a biscuit, and everybody makes their own biscuits. And they're all done um, very different from this biscuit. It, it is a really good serving platter for gravy, but it, it definitely plays second fiddle. When I when I want the uh, the biscuit to, to be the, the premium thing. Yeah, um, I think I think to stand out against the gravy, it needs to maybe be a little bit more caramelized on the outside, have a agreed. good crunch, and then that soft, flaky inside. Totally agree. But this is this is a perfectly reasonable mm-hmm. biscuit. Especially at an incredible price. So I got two biscuits mm-hmm. and literally an entire like side dish of gravy, and it cost $5 for all of that. So pretty good price. You're going to get a lot of food for 5 bucks. So I'm, I'm pretty happy. That's fair then, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with this. I can see why they would stretch the gravy a little bit further yeah. for the price point, but... And what I'm going to say is if I walked in and ordered this, I wouldn't be mad at all. Yeah, I I'd be happy it. about it. a good breakfast. This with a cup of coffee. That coffee, I got to rave about that again. That's some of the best <laughs> coffee I've ever had. It's really good. I'm just waiting until we break into their wine. Okay. So the biscuits and gravy, yeah, really solid. Like a really, yeah. really solid biscuit and gravy. Um, not the best I've had. Definitely not the worst I've had. <laughs> it's worlds above what, like your fast food biscuits and gravy, like a McDonald's or something like that. But well, yeah, McDonald's doesn't have sausage in their gravy at all. That's so weird. I, I don't it's understand just, that. It's just a country gravy. That's why. Like when I instead of sausage gravy, it's just country gravy. When when I encounter a gravy and they don't put sausage in it, I just I immediately think of that meme. Where it's like, well, they that, that's that's one hell of a choice they've made. They let's see how it works out for them, and it normally doesn't work out very well for them, in my opinion. But that's just me. That's just me. So I'm going to get through the rest of that here in a little bit because the other thing that we have is what I'm maybe even more excited about because one thing I have had is their bacon, and I remember it being pretty good. So I ended up getting a bacon, um, egg, and cheese wrap. I like that it looks like they melt the cheese on first. Yeah. So when you're looking at this, and I'll I'll take a picture of it literally right now for for us to put up, um, you'll notice there's a cheese ring all the way around it. And I agree. I think they must lay the tortilla down and put cheese all around it. Mm -hmm. There we go. That's so we can put that up. And uh, yeah, the egg looks good. Uh, The bacon looks like there's a lot of bacon. So let me give it a shot. It's plain. I was going to say, it's good. I would have seasoned my egg more. Same. And a personal choice would have been to layer the bacon over top of the cheese. Yeah. And then that way it's also wrapped mm-hmm. around everything. And then the egg. And I think that would have like maybe stretched the flavor a little more. Yeah. The bacon has really good flavor. 
It does. Um, the egg needs a lot more flavor. It, it's it's like very salt and pepper. Very plain. Uh, the cheese is good. Mm-hmm. The cheese is really good. It, this is this is uh, you need to add stuff to this mm-hmm. to, to make it really really good. I do have salsa, which I'm going to do here in just a minute and see if that wakes it up. Um, but I like it for for just I a breakfast like burrito. It. It's good. As someone who doesn't go out to restaurants for eggs, mm-hmm. these are good eggs. Yeah. I don't like restaurant eggs at all because um, I just, they always have like that almost plasticky texture. And this is a nice, light, and fluffy egg. What I'm going to say too, I've had one of their poached eggs. They do Mm -hmm. a really good poached egg, but I like scrambled eggs more personally. I'm going to try it with some salsa. I would also like to try it with some salsa. A hundred percent wake that up. This should be good with avocado on it. It would be really good with avocado. Like I said, this is not so much a wrap as much as it seems like a burrito. Mm -hmm. Um, And it needs kind of that salsa. You know, next time I order this, I'm going to ask you if they can put home fries on it. Oh my God. I'm totally going to. One weekend when we're not recording, I might pick up some burritos from there and just make them try some wild shit with it for us. Let's let's go. Uh Uh-huh. Because again, this is also incredibly affordable. I think it's like $4. That's a big burrito for four bucks. I would be I wouldn't be shocked if if I went to a place and paid seven or eight dollars for this. So at I think it's four or five dollars. It's a really, really good value. Um so again, I'll post some pictures of this and the biscuits and gravy so you guys can see it. But um yeah, I'm really impressed with them. They have what I what I'm impressed with them is they seem like they use really good ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um you don't get that a lot with small town <laughs> breakfast places. I've literally walked into a place before and ordered pancakes. And they brought me a sack of pancakes, and I could tell it was the pancakes you take out of the freezer and heat up. Oh. And I was so angry. <laughs> I didn't That's say anything. That's not even affordable. I know. I know. I don't know how they. I don't know how they do it. They also have pancakes that are two dollars a piece, and you can load them up with stuff at this place. Okay. Yeah, I really like all the flavors that we've got going on here. I do. Like, yeah. And I know that you're a biscuit snob, but I like it because it's nice and fluffy and mm-hmm. it's cooked, but just on this side of not totally done. And I prefer it that way. I can appreciate that. But yeah, it's got to have, um, to me, a biscuit's got to have, like, I like seeing a biscuit with multiple layers mm-hmm. and, like, fat between every layer. <laughs> Uh, this is a really good biscuit. Like I said, it's a it's a really good serving dish mm-hmm. for biscuits and gravy. Um, I almost, and here's the thing too, and some of you guys may hate me for even saying this out loud. When it comes to biscuits, I normally don't even put gravy on them. I just like a biscuit with mm-hmm. a, like a fried piece of sausage between it. So like here's, so. I think, I think your issue is more this is, more like shortcake yes. than it is a biscuit. If it was Agreed. a little sweeter and you popped some whipped cream and strawberries, this would be uh, strawberry shortcake. Or some like blueberries on mm-hmm. it. Uh, this would be a really good biscuit for, for making it sweet. Put mm-hmm. some uh, put some maybe cinnamon and sugar on it mm-hmm. and fry it, you know, Ooh. and then uh, and then put some yeah, that now that would be really good. You're you totally know it on that. Okay. So Really, really good experience from them. Um, mm-hmm. I'm kind of anxious now to go try more of theirs. This is only like, I mean, this is a short drive for me. I'll just put it that way. Uh, and now I'm kind of angry at myself that I didn't know they had this wrap. And that's mm-hmm. going to be my breakfast every day for the next week. I can already tell. Let's go ahead and jump into the wild, wild story I have for you guys. And this is one that we will probably need to do a follow up on. 
because this is still an active story. Don't get me wrong, there's there's part of the story that's already over. It's It's been over. But have you ever heard of a cult in Colorado called Love Has Won? Have you ever heard of this before? I haven't, and I am so excited. So I think everybody listening to this, uh, we're, we're, you know, half a year into this podcast. You've learned pretty quickly that I am the cult guy. I bring the cults to the table, and it is no different this time. I think this is my third cult now, I believe. It is. Yeah, it's my third cult. So I am um, I, I'm enamored by cults, especially when... They take a turn for the creepy, and this one definitely, definitely, definitely did. And I will show you that creepy here in just a little bit. So let's get into Love Has Won. <laughs> All right. So Love Has Won. Basically, let, let's kind of get into this. It is considered a newer religious movement, um, and it's led or was led by Amy Carlson. And I say was led because we're going to get to why it's not now. Um, and she is referred to within the group as Mother God. Okay. So. I don't this... know like a lot about like God, but last <laughs> I heard he wasn't into like people calling themselves God. Well, she claims <laughs> that in her past lives, she has been Jesus Christ. She was Joan of Arc and she was Marilyn Monroe. So who knows where she's going to... And she can remember all of those lives as well. How is she rapid-fire reincarnating like that? Like, to that degree? Oh, it's, you know, because she's Mother God. She's a God. She can do whatever she wants. You know what? You're right. I was wrong. I don't don't know. So the other thing that I love is... I'm going to say this right now because I'm going to tag you in this. Love is One. Love is One is extremely active Um, on YouTube. They're always posting videos and stuff like that, even today. Uh, to my knowledge, it hasn't stopped. I'm going to have to go look. Uh, they're very active, and they have a habit of um, of definitely, definitely rebutting anything people say about them. So love is one. If you want to come on this podcast, I am going to I, – I, Kelsey, if you're okay with this, can yeah. we open an invitation to the love is one people? Definitely, but it, not to my house, It will need maybe. to be remote. You are not allowed to come to either of our houses, but we will figure out a way to do a <laughs> remote interview with you for this podcast if you would like to – um, hit back against any of the stuff I'm about to say because I'm going to be real right now. Um, I'm about to give them a lot of shit because these people are crazy. You're crazy. It's insane. This is wild stuff. Okay, so. Buckle up. Let's get into this. Um, she is considered Mother God in the church yes. or in her cult, um, her following. She also has a Father God. She has said several times that the Father God, there can only be one. However, she's had about five of them now. Um, the newest she Father also God. also re- rapid fire reincarnating? <laughs> um, I don't know about that, but the current Father God is Justin Castillo. The group has been described as a cult by ex-members and a lot of different media outlets. The group has between 12 and 20 full-time members who lived with Amy at the time of her death. So, spoiler alert, um, again, she is dead. And we're going to get into her death here a little bit. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, what is dead when it comes to, you know, the embodiment of God on Earth? Uh, She'll be back. She'll be back. Um, Maybe she'll come on the podcast. Maybe she will. If if you're reincarnated and you want to come on this podcast. Let's do it. Let's do it. Tell me that you are the new mother God and we're going to make this happen. So, let's talk about the origins. So, according to Amy's family, uh, Amy was... uh, 
by all accounts, a, a pretty down-to-earth, um, I'll use the term normal person, right? No no eccentricities or anything like that for a good portion of her life. Uh, she always, it, it, according to what I've read from her family, and again, if her family listens to this and, and would like to come on, we would love to talk to you too. But what I've read is she basically... Um, she started to get interested in conspiracy theories and new age kind of mysticism in her twenties, like her late teens, early twenties, got into all of this, started to believe in, um, like interstellar travel, like different beings from different universes. Yeah. What else happens in your early twenties? Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely not mental illness presenting itself. No, it is definitely not. So... Um, during the mid-2000s, she developed an interest in New Age philosophy and became a regular on a lot of different forums, um, specifically one called lightworkers.org is, is where she found herself quite a bit. Um, on the forum, she met Amareth White Eagle, who convinced Carlson that she was divine, and she began to claim... Um, to experience like different paranormal phenomenon, right? So she started to say that she was experiencing all of these different phenomenon. She was seeing past lives, things like that. Uh, so, you know, have you been on the site? I have not yet. Yeah. It's so Kelsey is on the site right now. It looks like what, what we're talking about. Yeah. Eh. Looks accurate. <laughs> oh my gosh. So basically um, in right around her, right around age 30, she left her third husband. She was on her third husband at the time. She left her third husband, all of her children, and her job at McDonald's to start a cult in Colorado with White Eagle. So she met White Eagle on the forum. She moved to Colorado around age 30, quitting her job at McDonald's, leaving her children, leaving her husband, and forming a cult. Uh, this was about 2007, like I said, late 2007 when she did this. So the group was originally called the Galactic Federation of Light. The Galactic Federation of Light. Um, the wow. group began posting their YouTube videos in 2009. And their YouTube videos, you are going to fall down a rabbit hole if you look them up, and you will have a lot of fun. Just, Dude, just I've like been you. doing YouTube research for my next episode, yeah. and um, you can ask Britt. I texted her yesterday and said, man, I got to take a break. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> and yeah. I had to walk away for like an hour. It's it's intense. I've been watching their YouTube videos for three weeks now to prepare for this. I have gone deep down the rabbit hole. So let's talk a little bit about Amy. So let's talk a little bit about Amy. Amy was an alcoholic, um, a severe one at that. One of her god, one of her father gods, one of her five or six father gods, um, has gone on record and has videos up uh, stating that while he was in an intimate relationship with her, she would drink um, anywhere between four and six highball glasses full of liquor. Every day. Listen, what else is she supposed to drink when every time she touches water, it turns to liquor? Yeah, exactly. There's a YouTube video. I mean, there's a YouTube channel um, of people who are trying to bring down this cult. And they post a lot of videos that the cult would not want you to see that show her belligerent, um, where she is so drunk. She's screaming at people, throwing things, throwing tantrums, losing her mind. Um, I should also point out that no one in this cult is allowed to drink. 
drink. No one in this cult is allowed to do drugs. Um, but for her, I guess it's a little bit different because not only um, does she drink like she does or do, drink like she did, but there are YouTube videos of her hitting bongs. Uh, there are YouTube videos of her um, tripping on mushrooms. Correct. Higher and ascension. When they stormed their compound, which I'll get to in a little bit, you can clearly see many pot plants in the background. So here's the deal. I am not anti-drug in the least. If you want to smoke pot, go smoke pot. If you want to do mushrooms, go do mushrooms. If you want to drink, go drink. Uh, peace. Have a great day. Do your thing. But, but um, to have a cult tell you you can't do these things and the cult leader just seemingly do whatever she wants, um, reeks of the type of um, uh, hypocritical thinking and, and ways of living that you see in a lot of these cults. Of course, the cult claims they are not a cult, um, even though they literally fit the, the very definition of a cult. If you type it into Google, they fit the definition of a cult. They worship the mother god. So they, they fit the definition of a cult, but they'll try to tell you, no, we, we aren't. So let's talk a little bit about their theology. So the theology of love is one has been described as fluid, saying that they combine new age spirituality, conspiracy theories and elements from mainstream um, uh, Abrahamic religions. As you can tell, you can kind of get that off of it when you listen to her talk. Um, the group claimed that Carlson was divine, um, 19 billion years old and birthed all creation. So, yeah, she was busy. Uh, no Incredibly. wonder she drank. You know, yeah, I mean, you're, I get you're it. That We've busy. got that many kids. Yeah, you you're responsible for all this bullshit that we all have to put up with. You're gonna drink a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, so there you go. She's she's drinking a lot. She claimed that she had been reincarnated exactly 534 times. I'm assuming 535 now, uh, because yeah. She's she's very dead. Um, she did claim that she was Jesus, like I said before, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, and Cleopatra. She was all of those people during one life or another. Um, and she claimed that she would lead 144,000 people into a mystical fifth dimension. Okay. okay. So there we go. Um, she had uh, several... Uh, fathers. So remember, there there was a mother god and there's a father god. She had several of them, um, beginning with Amareth White Eagle. So the gentleman that she met on, what's the forum again? Lightworkers.org. Lightworkers.org. She met um, uh, uh, Amareth White Eagle, um, who she referred to as the father god and uh, who was kind of the counterpart role in her theology in the group. Um, she also adopted elements from the QAnon conspiracy theory. What? Oh yeah, yeah. She was. She was. Uh, she was. A... So I have to ask: Was yeah. she a multi-dimensional starseed, rainbow warrior, indigo revolutionary, or all you other divine beings? I'm just curious. So first of all. We just now opened up a hornet's nest, and I hope that the people who believe this hear this podcast and would like to talk to us about it. So um, I don't think she was any of those. I think she was ah. the creator of all of those. Ah, uh, so she would be D, all you other divine beings. Yep, all you other, yeah, she's all other divine beings, all in one. I mean, she's 535 people at this point, so... That's you know. you know what you're right. I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. So here's the deal: if you have had a baby in the past <laughs> year, 
any any people listening to this or sitting in this room who have had a baby in the past year, you could be the proud parent of number 535. So I, You know what? I'm just going to start calling Millie 535 and yeah, see what happens. You are, you are 535, Millie. Uh, so... <laughs> Um, I just wanted to throw that out there because the whole time I was watching this, I was like, oh, man, <laughs> Millie could totally be the, uh, but you oh, know what? Man, what if it was Liam? It could be Liam. It could be Liam too. Our friends, <laughs> our friends. Baby. Sense. Yeah. So here's the deal. If you want to believe that Millie is 535 and you want to start sending your money to us, we will get a post office box and we will accept it. I'll throw that out there. Uh, me, me, and uh, me and my co-host here will take the money and we'll split it, <laughs> even since I'm the one who came up with the idea. I think it's only fair. No, 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 no. It's gotta, it's gotta go back into Millie's someday church. We have to put it in a fund. Oh, a fund. Yeah, we'll put three quarters of it in a fund, and then we'll half the other quarter. That's what we're gonna do. There we go. Okay, I think that's a that's a fair plan. <laughs> so I was wondering uh, how you'd feel about that. So just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> um, the group I'm sorry that we're having this is to me this is a light one compared to what we've done before uh, I know don't get me wrong cults destroy lives which is one of the reasons I want to bring light to them uh, and, and want to talk about those because if you're hearing this and you're listening to us laugh and you're considering going down this path just understand how how ridiculous this is this is just insane. there's a person uh, out there Who's made my life choices that's laughing at it. Just yes. consider that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the group also claimed that Carlson was the queen of the lost continent of Lemuria. Um, and the group incorporated um, the belief that Lemurians live within Mount Shasta in California. Ah, so they had a lot of different beliefs, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Carlson uh, had stated that Donald Trump was her father in a past life. So she thought that Donald Trump was her daddy in a past life. So, like, he was her dad and then was reincarnated to be Donald Trump? Or he, this rapid-fire reincarnation thing somehow worked itself out so that she's actually 585? You are you are poking holes in a boat that has no bottom right now. <laughs> um, because I don't know how that would work. I don't know. You, I... Like this whole religion, when I listen to it, it literally like it, I I think of like people literally treading water. Like we need to get a bucket and get rid of this water. Uh, that's that's how much sense it makes. Uh, it's it just doesn't. It's this is. You had to know I was going to ask questions. Oh yeah, just a lot of them. Yeah. So it's if I'm sounding really smart ass during this episode, guys, I'm sorry, but I I am having so much trouble taking this one serious, uh, and and. When I get to the end and I give you the uh, the money moment of this story, you're gonna the just, money shot. You're gonna just lie. You're gonna die. You're just gonna die. This is because you think this is crazy. This is gonna get crazier. Okay? I love this. So um, yeah, uh, and she also uh, had spoken to the spirit of deceased actor Robin Williams, who she claimed was Archangel uh, Zadkiel. I believe I'm saying that right. Z a d k i e l. Zadkiel, maybe? Zakiel? Maybe. Zakiel, maybe? Um, first of all, I was really taking this lightly until she, how dare she I know. bring Robin Williams into this? He, he was an angel in he, real life. He genuinely yes. was an angel in real life, and how dare she? I know. She, yeah. she just drugged my entire childhood I know. through the mud, and if she wasn't dead, 
The only thing I thought of the entire time <laughs> when I read that, if you want to know what I kept thinking of and just kept laughing, I, I was like, one night she was laying in bed. She was on her sixth highball and she heard, hello. And then this is Godfire <laughs> popped up in her room and she was like, oh my God, it's Robin Williams. Um, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Oh God. Isn't that horrible? Like I just kept thinking just, of this scene. Well, how dare um, she? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty pretty intense. The like group, she can claim to be Jesus, but how dare she bring Robin Williams into this? Yeah, Jesus, Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, claim to be whoever you want to be, but don't bring... Don't you drag him through the mud Don't bring like Robin that. Williams into this. Yeah. So the group's theology also included references to the concepts of Atlantis, um, the Anunnaki, or, uh, and the reptilians. So you, you know about the reptilians? Yeah! yeah! It had to come in. You knew it would. So the reptilians are also involved here. Um, they also believe that the world was run by a cabal um, determined to keep the planet in a low vibration state. So there is a general overview of their very rooted in reality um, theology. So, Listen, I don't know what you know about the reptilians, but it's I, I know a lot about it. Have you ever watched the Penn and Teller episode about conspiracy theories? Where no, they talk of about, course I haven't. Yeah, you need to watch that. Perfect. So Penn and Teller, uh, they had a show called Bullshit that ran for a while, and it was all about debunking like conspiracy theories. You've told me about yeah, it. Very, very good episode. Some episodes are, are okay. This episode is 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 wonderful because the best thing that they do is they just let them talk. They just let the people who believe this stuff just talk, and that's all you got to do. Because when you hear it, you're like, "Wow, okay, you believe this." Um, all right, so you. now let's get to the serious stuff. Unfortunately, so okay. it's going to be a little bit of a come down um, after what I just now talked about. So, I, and I know this is going to shock you, so you might want to you know make sure you're sitting in your chair. All right, I'm sitting down, guys. Yeah, there were some allegations of abuse that came out of this cult. No. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Some some pretty serious ones. All right. So again, uh, remember that this group lives in um, Colorado, specifically in Creststone, which is a really tiny town in, um, I believe they said it's like southwestern Colorado. Um, the group did daily, uh, or, or does, to my knowledge, still does daily YouTube um, live streams in order to try to recruit more members, solicit donations, promote New Age products and vitamin supplements. That's how they made their money, by the way. They would, first off, they would take all the money of the people coming in. You'd have to turn your money over to them. And then they would do live streams where they would sell products to you. My God, I knew that LuLaRoe was, I yeah. knew it was a cult. Yeah, yeah. LuLaRoe was, have you watched the documentary? I have. That? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We could do a LuLaRoe episode if you wanted to. We sure should. I would love to talk about that because that's some wild stuff. Um, the group offered um, etheric surgery, which costs uh, $88 per, se uh, per session, claiming to remove sickness and negative energy from the body. She claimed that she could cure cancer. That and, is a really reasonable rate for cancer cure. Yeah, and she would have phone calls with you. I'm um, going to have sessions with you where as long as you truly believed in her, she could cure you of, of your illnesses. Now, if you didn't get cured of your illness and died, it's just because you didn't believe enough. Ah, uh, yes, the pixie dust. It yes. only works if you believe. Exactly. Yeah, it only works if you, if you absolutely believe. Um, what the fuck? So... Let's talk about the abuses. Ex-members accuse the group of physical abuse and being allowed 
to only sleep for four to five hours per night. This is also backed up by YouTube videos that surfaced um, showing members who are laying in bed sleeping being basically accosted and screamed at and degraded for, for not getting up, right? For not waking up. They would call them names. They would accuse them of like not loving God if you didn't wake up. So they would deliberately so sleep deprive them. Sleep deprivation and gaslighting. Yes. Wow, it's almost like those are. Yeah, Jesus. you can you couldn't see these uh, these coming, right? Book. Yeah. So um, one of the members was actually discovered in uh, 2020, May of 2020, wandering through the desert without any shoes on, had cactus thorns all over his feet, and was so high on mushrooms that he did not know where he was. They claimed uh, that he just did all this on his own, that they don't keep drugs in their house, they don't do anything like that. There were a lot of complaints filed um, against this, uh, against this, uh, this cult with the local sheriff's office, um, claiming that the group was brainwashing people, um, committing fraud, a whole, a whole litany of, of issues. Um, after the one member was found wandering, um, he was described by the group as lacking the right energy and being on the wrong side of the mountain. So they just basically accused him of, of, you know, it's all his fault. Um, despite the group banning uh, drugs and drinks from members, Carlson uh, was accused of drinking large amounts of alcohol and subsequently uh, behaving abusively. Um, and there are videos of this where the where they're trying to do a live stream, and you can literally hear her in the background screaming obscenities um, at the top of her lungs, uh, just really getting on people's asses about everything imaginable and just being um, generally uh, a bad person. Um, she did go on Dr. Phil. So she went on Dr. Phil and disputed all of these claims. Um, yeah, recordings. When did she uh, go on Dr. Phil? It was 2020. Okay, that's how Phil. I missed it. Okay. Yeah, so it was 2020. Um, the recordings, uh, which were produced by the group, show its members making anti Semitic and racist mark remarks. So specifically, um, the newest father, which let me make sure I got his name right again because I keep forgetting his it's name. It's Father God, obviously. Yeah, I just, you know, I must not believe enough. Uh, it is Jason Castillo. Um, That's so his earth name. When you watch this one video that he put up, he literally uh, is is just using the N-word over and over again and saying that it's not racist. It's just the bottom rung of society, uh, the people that don't believe, the people that are unhealthy, things like that. There's also a video that came out showing her locking a toddler in a closet for crying and refusing to let the toddler out. There's a video where a cat is, is simply just trying to get attention and she grabs it by the scruff of the neck and holds it above her head while it like attempts to get away and, and she won't let it away. And she is just stone cold staring at the camera and does not care that that cat is in pain. Um, so you have all these videos showing these abuses, including what I think is maybe the worst one. There was a gentleman that was um, assigned to be her personal assistant. And she apparently wanted um, chicken parmesan for dinner. And he brought her meatballs. And she is laying in bed, like, yelling obscenities at him and calling him names. And then they have a video of the father in his face 
like breaking him down and telling him that he doesn't deserve to live. And so that because he brought her the wrong dinner Um, and he's got another one where um, like he's sitting on a chair and he's flanked by two people. And one of them is the gentleman that got in trouble for the meatballs. And he's telling him that his uh, that his his penis should no longer work and he should be allowed to use it and all this crazy abusive stuff. So he's extremely abusive. He's the newest one, the newest father. And um, he has brought a whole new level uh, because according to all of the people who left the cult, the previous fathers were actually kind of a calming influence and kept things sort of in check. But she happened to find one who was an ex-con who was every bit as unhinged as she was. And it led to some, some pretty serious stuff. Again, extremely abusive cult. They are a cult. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's one of those things where they can say all day long that they're not, they can fight with us. They can, they can claim all this stuff. Uh, clearly this is, this is a cult. This is cult-like behavior. Um, and it, it needs to be stopped because some other things happened. They tried after, after getting, um, so let's just put it this way. Um, in the last few years in 2020 and 2021, um, Amy started to get very sick and the members of the group um, claim that she had cancer. She was obviously not able to heal herself and she would eventually pass away in the midst Did of she her not believe enough. That's what it was. Yeah. There's actually a video of the cult saying, I know some of you guys are asking, you know, why couldn't she heal herself? And we don't know. That's it's literally the video. She it's, ran out of pixie dust. Yeah. She must have. Uh, she must have been out of it from all those phone calls that she charged people who were dying of cancer mm. uh, for. So she um, attempted to move her cult to Hawaii uh, while she was sick. And they thought the move might help her uh, regain some of her strength, get her out of, you know, the winter months and stuff like that, and hopefully, you know, help her heal. Uh, she also claimed that she was the mother of the volcano on the big island of Hawaii, if I'm, if I'm well, remembering this right. She was the mother right. of everything, so. Um, and that really, really pissed off the local Hawaiians. And they, they put up a huge, huge fight against this cult coming in there. Um, Good for them. Putting up a science cult, not welcome here, stuff like that. And it got so bad that the group did go there and had to get a police escort off of the island to get on a plane to go back to Colorado. Mm. So, uh, What a shame for yeah. them. Yep. Let's fast forward to April 28th of 2021. April 28th, 2021. A former cult member returns to the compound with uh, his two-year-old child. Okay? Gets there and starts to realize something is miss something's wrong because Amy's nowhere to be found. He leaves and then comes back and forces his way into Amy's room where he discovers her cor her corpse. She yes. is mummified. Her eyes have been removed. The sockets around her eyes have been painted with glitter. Her body has been wrapped in Christmas lights and stuffed into a sleeping bag. And they have made a shrine out of her mummified body. What? He discovers this and attempts to leave with his child. As they kidnap would. his child and refuse to let the child leave. He gets away and goes to the police. The police return with a search warrant 
go through the house, find the body, arrest seven members of the cult for desecrating a dead body, I believe is is what it is, and two counts of child abuse for keeping a 13-year-old child in a house with a corpse and for basically abducting the two-year-old child. So with that being said, do you want to see the video of of the body cam footage from the house? Yeah. Okay. You know I do. All right, so we're going to watch this video, and I'm also going to make sure this gets shared. So this is the body cam footage. Wait until the last couple seconds. Okay, so we're watching it now, guys. It'll be just a second. As if this house wasn't trippy enough. Yeah, so the house, by the way, when you guys see it, it is uh, it is intense. So we're now coming into her room. Oh, my God. Did you see her face? I did. Yeah. So in the video, the police go into the room and shine a light on her face. And you can see her mummified face. Where they have removed her eyes, painted her, and left her rotting in the back room of their compound. Again, seven members of the cult were charged for desecrating the body. Um, They actually, at this point, have not proven that that's her. Uh, because her fingers were so deteriorated, they couldn't get finger they couldn't get uh, fingerprints off of it. So they believe that they're going to have to go with some sort of DNA evidence with it, and they're still working through. Say, have they tried dental? They're still working through the evidence. I don't know what all gotcha. they've done at this point, but um, yeah, the body was found um, in a sleeping bag. She was forty five at the time of her death. The body was found in a sleeping bag wrapped in Christmas lights, and the face was covered in glitter, and the eyes were missing. Um, and what authorities stated was a makeshift shrine. It did look like a shrine to me as well. Yeah. Um, it, it definitely had that vibe. You guys will actually, if you're, if you got the stomach for it, you can watch it. Um, I will tell you that when they shine the light on the face, it is pretty disturbing. It's not, it's not, uh, for the faint of heart. A photo from a few weeks before um, she's thought to have died uh, shows her to appear emaciated with thinning hair and discolored skin with a purplish hue. Um, Carlson had been ingesting large amounts of colloidal silver, uh, which the group had promoted as a COVID-19 cure um, and had received warning from the FDA for doing so. Um, So consuming colloidal uh, silver over a long period of time can lead to a blue-gray discoloration of the skin, as well as seizures and organ failure. Um, So, uh, yeah, the autopsy report was released in December of 2021 and revealed that Carlson had died from global decline um, in the setting of alcohol abuse, anorexia, and chronic colloidal silver ingestion. So I guess they did determine um, her, her, uh, her death or her reason uh, of death, so or cause of death, sorry. And it, it likely was um, due to the chronic colloidal silver ingestion along with severe alcoholism. So apparently they thought she had had cancer, but it was because she was eating colloidal silver and, uh, and you know, drinking I mean, bottles of, of alcohol a day. It, it so. did keep her from getting COVID, uh-huh. so they weren't wrong. Yeah. Um, so authorities also stated that Carlson had not died on the property, but died in California, and her body was transported back. Yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, exactly. Um, in the aftermath of her death, the group has splintered. Uh, the most recent father god, who was Jason Castillo, the one I told you is extremely abusive, extremely racist, and by all accounts, a real sack of shit. 
um, has started a separate group, uh, Joy Reigns, with a small number of the followers. So maybe we'll look into Joy Reigns as well and uh, and do something on that one. Cool. So there you go, guys. The story of um, a cult in Colorado called Love Has Won and their mummified leader, Amy, who died eating silver the way that God intended. Obviously. Yes. All right. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, man. It was just a lot. That was just a lot. And today's just going to be such a day for us now. But you know what? It was good. It was All very right. good. It was fun. And I look forward to hearing more. <laughs> All right. I will I will come to the, the table with more and more cults, I promise. Um, again, guys, we will put up a picture of the... Um, of, we'll put up the video from YouTube. Again, trigger warning, if you do, if you are bothered by something like that, don't watch it. But again, to describe it, it is body cam footage. There's also a separate body cam footage of the actual cult getting arrested. Nice. And um, when they walk in, one of the cult leaders says something like, um, Amy has gone home now. Amy's here, but she's gone home now or something like that. So it's pretty wild. It's pretty wild stuff. And what's even more wild about it, if you watch that version of it, it's about three and a half minutes. You can see the deputies from the sheriff's office walking into the room. They look at it and they all just bust out laughing. It's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty nuts. I, I'm not saying anyone deserves to die or anything like that, but um, after the way she treated people and after the abuses and things like that, um, if there ever was a person that kind of was like, yeah, you, you sort of had it coming because you were eating silver and telling people you were curing their cancer, um, it would be Amy, the mother god of Love is One. So. Do you think it was a painful death? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Shame. Yep. I think so. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been Main Corpse. Stay creepy, you weirdos. Are you going to tell them um, where they can find us? I didn't bring my book today, so I don't have it written down. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. We are on Anchor, Spotify. Uh, you can find our podcast on uh, on Facebook. We are on... Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio. Yeah, Brittany can just, you know fix that part and we also <laughs> we're also on um there's a new one we're trying to get on we're not on it yet though right is that what you and Brittany were working on or am i totally wrong on that no that's okay that's a, that's a different thing. That. okay cool so there's where you can find us um again stay creepy and let us know if uh let us know if anyone from the cult hears this and wants to talk we would love to have a conversation with you not at our house you're not welcome there all right have a good one, guys. Stay creepy.